You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome back into the Blue Horseshoe Pod. Ryan Aki, George Bremer here with you. If you like what you hear, tell a friend and make sure they are also downloading and subscribing to the Blue Horseshoe Podcast wherever you do get your podcast. iTunes, Android, Spotify, we are all over the podcasting platform map. All right, so George, I think it's a good time to kind of talk about for the Colts, their quarterback for next year. I've been talking about it a lot. You made a great point about Jim Harbaugh that maybe he's the one head coach you could bring in that maybe won't care about who the quarterback is, but I think a large part will be wondering, we'll be asking, what is your plan, right? And when, in the interview with Jim Mercer, what is your plan for quarterback? Right now at 4-6 and 1, the Colts are projected to have, let's say, a mid-team pick, 12, 13, 14. Maybe the Colts lose, you know, more than we expect, and you end up losing to the Texans end of the year. But either way, it'll be, it should be just on the outside of a top-10 pick, which makes it a little bit harder to get the quarterback you want. And when you kind of look at, the 2021 draft class so far is we're entering, you know, basically almost a year number two of them being in, in the league. Trevor Lawrence still struggling. Zach Wilson really struggling. Maybe the Jets are going to move on from him at the end of the year. Trey Lance is, is incomplete because he, he started, what, two games, three games in his right now in his career so far, out the rest of the year with injury in San Francisco. Justin Fields is coming on strong and looking kind of good. And finally, Mac Jones is, eh, okay, he's regressing year number two. How much of that is offense coordinator versus him and, and the lack of weapons? But it, it just almost, I think, highlights a point. That if you are the Colts, again, I do think you need to draft a quarterback. We've been talking about it for months. But also, I think this 2021 class, especially, and where the Colts are picking, serves as a reminder, it's not as easy as pick a quarterback, that your guy is going to work out. Like You need pieces around him, which right now the offensive line is not there for him. And you need to make sure that this is the guy to uh, to get. Otherwise, we spin in your wheels, and you could be like the Jets, where two or three years from now, you're looking at another quarterback and a failed swing and a miss at, at a guy. It's it's a dangerous game to play. Or you could be like the Cardinals and and commit you know a lot of money to Kyler Murray and still not really be certain right. about what you've got. You know, I mean that that's another situation you end up in uh, that that's not great. Um, I, I agree with you. I think one of the other things that's going to be interesting about this quarterback class, uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Right now, I mean, there's a lot of rumors, and it, there always are. You know, who's going to go where, but. Next year already, and it seems like it's always that way, next year's already being hyped up. Caleb Williams and Drake Bay, and is that an even better class? How many teams buy into that could be interesting from a cold standpoint too uh, because it could help somebody fall, somebody they like maybe fall. If you're a team like Detroit or uh, Houston even, you know, who you might feel like you're more than just the quarterback away, maybe you go for another piece this year and take your chances with Williams or May next year. I, I don't know. We've seen teams do that in the past, though, where you think they're absolutely going to take somebody high and, and they like somebody in the next class. So I think there's a lot of variables here to, to, to play into, and we're going to be able to get into that a lot uh, as we go into. But I think that's one that's emerging, one I hadn't thought about earlier in the year. The more USC wins, the more Caleb Williams talk there is. He may win the Heisman. 
Uh, you know, he's going to be a guy that, that maybe some teams want. Uh, and Drake May at North Carolina has got a lot of that buzz around him. It, maybe not so much from this week, but certainly recently right. he's been on the, the rise as well. Um, I don't know. And, and for the Colts as well, you know, I mean, it, that's going to factor into their their thought process too. You're not in a spot to get your guy this year, maybe take something else and, and go all in to get one of those two guys next year. I, let's just assume, right, that Chris Ballard is the GM uh, who's making this quarterback pick. Let's just assume because it's just easier that way. He's been a guy that I, I know, look, just I want a quarterback as bad as everyone else wants a quarterback. Right? Let's just, you know, the, the, clearly you know, the Colts have needed one since Andrew Luck has left, and that's been the biggest issue right now is why they, you know, they have a talented roster that they haven't been able to maximize. So it's not to minimize the quarterback position whatsoever, but it's more honestly the other way to highlight how important it is. Taking a quarterback to take a quarterback, taking a chance, 99.99999% of the time, it doesn't work out. Like, it's not that simple. And even if you have a, a decent situation, if you're, eh, let's say, not all in on one guy and you're just feeling the pressure to take one just because I got to save my job here, when has that ever worked out? So it's just as important, not only where you're picking, and again, it helps when you're higher in the draft, that the Colts do themselves no favors, picking, you know, let's say in the mid-teens, but it, also at the same time, it truly doesn't matter where you pick them. Like, I'm a little upset myself, I will say, because I've always been anti-tank for a while because if you look at, you know, the history books and, and the, the NFL draft records, the number one overall court I've taken rarely works out. Like, it's more of an anomaly when they actually are like a guy like Joe Burrow that blossoms into this, you know, transformational guy. Like, usually teams picking at the top are so desperate and relying on, oh, save our save our franchise, please. You be the guy to turn around that. It's too much of an undertaking. So even with the Colts, you look at their, their deficiencies in offense, especially the offensive line, like, if they do end up taking a quarterback in the first round, it's not only just as important that you take one that you love if you're Chris Ballard and you have zero doubts about. Again, this is a guy also in Kansas City that helped draft Patrick Holmes. So he's, you know, has an idea, at least was in the meetings when those are going on. He has an idea of, you know, having conviction. But at the same time as well, it's also about, you know, making sure that they are in a position to succeed. And I think Jonathan Taylor could say, okay, that's a really good piece to have. Michael Pittman Jr., a really good piece to have. You know, the offensive line on paper – Quinn Nelson, you know, Ryan Kelly, Brandon Smith should be foundational pieces. Obviously, this year has not been the case. But just as important as, as getting a guy you feel good about is getting, you know, or is putting that quarterback in a position to succeed. And right now, the Colts don't give you that feeling that they are able right now to, let's say, incubate a young quarterback to have them develop into the guy that they want them to be for the next five, ten years. Like, you look at, like, Mac Jones, a guy who doesn't really have a lot of weapons at that time. I mean, we saw him two weeks ago against the Colts. He didn't look very good whatsoever. Like that was more what the Colts and St. Melvin just giving them short fields and free touchdowns compared to getting carved up by Mac Jones. We've seen Trevor Lawrence eh, hit or miss more dangerous with, your, with his legs than his arm. You know, it's, it's one of those situations where you have to give them a chance to succeed. And I think a lot of teams, especially in the first round, you lose sight of that. And it's just an important reminder now you see in the 2021 class struggle that you do need good pieces around these young quarterbacks too play well and it's just tough because now you're looking at a mid-team pick George if it's quarterback I don't know it's like quarterback four or left tackle two I think it's more of a discussion now than it was let's say even a month ago I'm I'm 100% with you and I think to your point I think two quarterbacks from the same draft really illustrate exactly what you're talking about Trevor Lawrence was that number one overall pick a lot of people were talking about hey let's go ahead and, and tank for him and, and get it done actually they were a year apart uh, but you know, everyone was talking about Trevor Lawrence, this Trevor Lawrence, that Jacksonville's not built around him. Well, he's still struggling. We still really don't know what he is or who he is because you really haven't gotten a chance to, right. to see him, you know, fully blossom. Uh, but Miami wanted to, uh, made no question about it. 
Uh, got him, I think, at five, you know, a little bit lower than they probably thought they were going to be able to, uh, but weren't sure what they had. Kept building around him. I think they're pretty happy with, with Tua Tungavailoa right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And how things are going with the Dolphins, uh, you know, division-leading Dolphins uh, over in the AFC East. I, I think that, to me, those two guys show you exactly what you're talking about. Jacksonville got the number one overall guy. They got the gift from the gods, and, and they've done nothing with it. And Miami was very deliberate, got the guy they wanted, uh, we all knew all along that's who they were targeting, built around him, and are seeing the results now. So um, I think that's what the Colts have got to do. It's not a matter of, you know, just like you said, taking a guy just to do it. you got to be all in. And I, I still think the biggest mistake of Chris Ballard's tenure so far is not trusting that with Justin Fields. I know he was a fan of Justin Fields. I don't know if he was a fan enough to trade up. Uh, but I know he was a fan of Justin Fields from different things that I've heard and different sources. Um, you know, w- when you have that feeling, you, you got to go all in. I think we're we're having a big different conversation right now in this whole season if Justin oh, yeah. Fields is here and, and Carson Wentz was never here. I could not agree more. You are 100% right about that. This entire – who knows? This entire franchise could be, you know, trajectory. Frank Wright could still be hired. Maybe a different – like right. The, how we're talking about the Colts right now be drastically different. If in that, you know, 2021 draft, Chris Ballack said pulled the trigger, had some conviction, traded up to uh, to get Justin Fields instead of giving away the draft assets to Brandon Carson Wentz, a band-aid that we know just utterly, utterly failed for sure. So it's about conviction. And like you said, just it just, just serving as a reminder early on here as we kind of enter or end November and enter Jan- uh, December, a quarterback alone is not fixing this team. But I think a lot of teams think, oh, first-round pick. We'll be good to go. Turn around. And again, the rare case of Joe Burrow uplifting a team. But again, even he has a ton of help at running back and receiver where they built those receiving core, you know, that receiving core in that running back room over a few drafts to get Joe Burrow in position where in year two, he's going to the Super Bowl. That's a, a one in a million kind of case here. You again, need to build a team to allow the quarterback to succeed. And I think so far in this hyped 2021 draft pass that was so heralded, you're kind of seeing the, the results of that when you don't do it, it's it's tough to succeed. It's really tough. So just as a reminder to Colts fans here, the savior's on the way. I know it's tough also, George, because Andrew Luck was that savior. That's another one in a million. That's maybe a better reference I should have used earlier on. Andrew Luck, is, whoever is drafted next year, if they do go to my uh, quarterback in the first round, they're not taking a team that could go 6-10-1 and one and making them 11-6 and six next year or 12-5 and five, like Andrew Luck did. It's not happening, you know? So it's, it's going to be a situation where you're going to need patience and time. Um to allow them to succeed. And it's not just going to be a one-year fix. Yeah. To paraphrase Rick Pitino up, up in your hometown, you know, <laughs> Peyton Manning's not walking through that door. Andrew Luck's not walking through that door. I, sure. I, it, it's a lot to put on a 22 year old, you know, to sit there and, and think that a 22 year old quarterback or 23 year old quarterback, or if it's in and hooker, I guess 25 year old quarterback going to come walking in here uh, and, and turn everything around next year. That's an awful lot to put on a kid's shoulders. And I think that's part of why the, you see a lot of these first-round picks fail because they get into these situations and they're being told. I mean, Trevor Lawrence was basically said, save us. Turn this 
this garbage pile that we've, we've built around, make us, you know, a, a great team. It doesn't work that way very often. Uh, and even when it does, like you said, Joe Burrow, Hey, it took off when Jamar chase came. I don't know if there's any right. coincidence there, you know, we go get him his favorite college receiver and all of a sudden uh, it's all working now. If they ever give him an offensive line, look out, you know, the Bengals are really true, trouble, but it's all about what else you do. And I think that, from an optimistic standpoint, Ballard gets that. You know, that's why he builds the way he builds. He wants to put a situation where when you do finally put the quarterback in there, it's going to be the best case scenario. I think he just needs now to to have the courage of his convictions. I think there's no other choice. If he's still around, you know, if, if there's a guy in this draft, whoever it may be, that he feels strongly about, they need to do what it takes to get him. Could be hard this year because I think there's a lot of teams that are going to be looking for quarterbacks. You know, yes. I think Aaron threw out Philadelphia, who I think is going to be an interesting case scenario there. They've got the Saints pick. So I think one thing Colts should do is root for the Saints to lose the rest of the year. Uh, the higher that pick is, you know, we know they've done deals with Philly before. Maybe that's a spot you can go get your guy. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people always talk about why didn't they get uh, Justin Herbert? Well, look at that draft. Miami wasn't moving from five. You know, I, I don't know where you were going to go to get him. Maybe at four. Uh, but it, it takes two, you know, so you've got to have conviction, but you also have to have a situation like happened in 2021 where Justin Fields is falling and the Giants were willing to get out of that spot. Uh, you need both those things to come together. And it's you know, it's rare. It really a is a little bit of luck, too. You know, uh, it's it's really tough. I, I I know the Colts, when you go from hey, man, Andrew Luck, it's hard to get a grasp on just how tough it is to find a quarterback. But I think now we're all seeing it like five years the Colts have, you know, done everything except draft a young quarterback in the first round. They've signed guys. They've traded for guys. It's all, you know, basically for the most part been a swing and a miss outside of, let's say, Phillip Rivers. And, again, Jacoby said for the first half of 2019, considering the circumstances, did a solid job. But it, it's really hard. There's a reason why there's, I don't know, eight untradeable quarterbacks. And everyone's, even if you have a top ten guy, but at nine or ten, they're still looking to upgrade, still looking to find a guy. There's still questions about Dak Prescott in Dallas. Is he truly the guy to lead them to a Super Bowl? It's really freaking hard. So just as a reminder, as we kind of get closer to the draft season here, the, the the guy is not going to be a savior, whoever they do draft. And Chris Ballard knows, like you mentioned, he, he's operated this way for a while. Don't just take a guy to take a guy. Don't take a, you know, close your eyes, throw a dartboard and Hey, it's quarterback five. And we're just going to go with it. So everyone gets off my ass. I don't think Chris Ballard is, is that kind of guy, but if they take, let's say a left tackle and pick 13, I don't think I'll be as upset now as maybe I would be a month ago, just because, like I said, where the Colts are, the impossibility is to kind of maybe try to trade up with so many teams need a quarterback. It's going to be fascinating to see kind of all how the dominoes fall here these next few months, especially. But let's, you know, we'll see for sure kind of what uh, what the future just holds for Colts uh, at the corner position. It's going to be a very busy draft season, George. That is for sure. So between now and then, oh, we still have a busy regular season. So before you get draft season, Busy rest of the regular season. We enter the, the final home stretch, the final third of the season. And we will be here all throughout the rest of the regular season. So make sure you are downloading and subscribing to the Blue Horseshoe Pod wherever you do get your podcast. Have a very happy and blessed Thanksgiving. Enjoy the holiday. We will be back on Friday like normal for our preview pod, even though the game's on Monday night. So whether it's you're kind of recovering from a turkey coma on Friday, Black Friday shopping as well, make sure you pop us on. We will, uh, we will be back on Friday at our usual time here. Get you set for Steelers and Colts. Have a great holiday, George. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll talk to you on uh, Friday. Happy Thanksgiving.